As amazing as perfection can be, there's often a beauty inside of being unprepared. Inside of this next gen of you, and to you guys, the first one that I will ever release, I have sat down with Georgian band Kylenbog, and we had a deep conversation on Final Fantasy, on life with mental illness, and everything surrounding the release of 13 and the aftermath. In this, I went in completely unprepared and completely raw, looking to capture what it feels like to kind of try something new and different. Now, I believe that we had an amazing time, but within all of that, I've noticed several mistakes and several things that I would do better, but that can only come with hindsight. See, in retrospect, it... If I did not do the first take, if I never did this interview, I don't think I would be where I am now. I don't think that I would have something to look back on. It's kind of jawing in a lot of ways. But the things that I wouldn't do now are the beauty of hindsight. And it's the beauty of time. The movie that I attempted to go off and make would never fucking happen. But it goes to show that sometimes you can pull a phoenix out of your hat. And sometimes you can understand that growth takes time. So without further ado, let me get into what I would call the lost interview with Georgia Van Kylenburg. I think we're good. Wonderful. So how have you been? Okay, today's not a good day, but in general, pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty dang good, I'd say so myself. Uh, good. Mind elaborating why the day isn't so good? No, I don't really want to, actually. It's a bit of a thing. So eh. if that's okay. Oh, no, I'm not pushing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not pushing. No. As we know from each other from our last conversation, I just get concerned when, when, when acquaintances aren't having such good days. Well, thank you for your concern. It's nothing for you to worry about. Okay. I will trust you. Good. I, that's, all I can, that's all I can do. I promise I'm trustworthy. I do believe, so. I do believe you are. I do believe you are. Thank you. Well, there you go. Um, considering the state of the last recording, why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself? Okay. Oh. Um, I am George Van Kylenberg, and I am the voice of Vanille from Final Fantasy, along with many other fun things that I've got to do in my lifetime. Yes. Yes, you have. Um... And since we're here and since we're on a slight time crunch, let's jump into that. Perfect. Uh, so, do you remember anything about what you were doing or how you were when you first got the phone call that you got the vault? Yes. So, I was driving, as we tend to always be doing when we're in Los Angeles. So, I was driving when I got the call and... To be honest, I didn't quite understand what the call was. 
like I knew I'd booked a job, which was great. Um, but I think when I'd auditioned for the part, I just thought, oh, it's another, you know, I, I literally got thrown the audition when I was leaving the office. Uh, Ilko chased me out and was like, hey, 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 I want you to read this before you go. And um, he didn't tell me what he'd done behind the scenes to basically make it sure that I got the part, which was really awesome and a fun story in itself. But when I got the call, he sort of said, you've booked this role, you're Vanille in Final Fantasy 13. He said, do you know what Final Fantasy 13 is? And I said, um, I mean, I've heard of Final Fantasy. Like, you know, everybody's heard of Final Fantasy. Um, he said, it's kind of a big deal. And I went, oh, great. Okay. He said, so it's going to be a whole big thing and, and it's going to be many, many months. And, you know, th this, this is a really popular game. This is no joke. Um, and I just kind of had this like, okay, cool. What I, great. You know, it, it was only when I did my first session where they made me read the whole Bible about Final Fantasy in the show and understanding the storyline that I, and then they sort of talked to me a little bit about the fans and what that can be like and the responsibility of the characters at the actors to really uphold the personality of the character and why I'd been chosen in particular for that reason. So by that point, it was um, kind of, I was like, oh, okay, this is a thing. I get this now. And I was not unhappy about it. It was very exciting. Well, that's, that's great, especially considering uh, you, you, you know how eh, rabid we could be he as a fan. <laughs> and, of course, you probably know even more considering the backlash most people got post the Thought Team trilogy. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a... a um, a unique thing, shall we state? Yeah. Eight. Um. So they're special. Bunch. There I wouldn't say unique. I would say special. Special. Special is very is 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 a very clean way of saying it. I say, but I also don't think unique is a bad thing. No. I just said unique. <laughs> um. Considering I haven't seen a fan base as devoted to the two different sides of Square Enix, pre-Thought Teen, post-Thought Teen, oh, as this one. <laughs> yeah, Thought Teen was literally a, uh, in video games speak, a point of no return. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that was the deciding then, huh? Give or take. It was, it was literally... Square Enix has lost their fucking mind and we're never coming back, or Square Enix is on to something here. And it didn't just... The thing that I've definitely learned because I am uh, not just researching Final Fantasy, it's, th it's the entire company. So it's going to show in Final Fantasy 15, it's going to show in Kingdom Hearts, it's even going to show oh, in the later acquisition titles like Neil. It's, it was literally a defining line. Oh, that's so interesting. Come 2006. It's, um, so, yeah. Now, you said that there was a unique behind-the-scenes story. 
E when it came to how you got the actual role. Mind elaborate? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've actually, I've told people this before, so this is not some secret. But um, my agent, because he was awesome, he um, basically, I guess when I'd auditioned and and sent, like he saw um, saw the, or heard the audition, I should say, he heard the audition. He sent it off to Jack and Joe, the producers and directors, and um, sent it off and only sent mine. So usually with voiceover agents, they'll get an audition and send probably 10 or 20 women, girls, that are ripe for the role. And, and so Joe called Ilko, my agent, and he said, hey, just wanted to let you know I only got one of the girls. Um if you could send all the others for me, that'd be great. And he said, no, 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 I only sent you one because she's going to get it. And he, he said, um, don't be silly. I would really, really like to see all the other girls as well. Well, consider all the other girls. And he said, no, it's really not worth your time. And I just, I don't want to waste time by sending anybody else because she's going to get it. And he was like, Ilko, don't be a smart ass. Like, I, I need to get this. Could you please send? And he was like, I'm, I'm genuinely not going to waste your time. And so Joe said to him, okay, Ilko, here's the thing. This is super arrogant of you. So either she gets the role and that's great, or I never work with you again because this is just you're being ridiculous. And I got the role, obviously. And Joe called and he's like, he literally said the F word. And he's like, fuck you, Ilko. She got it. And he was like, I told you. I knew she was the only one that was going to get it all along. So um, that was one thing that was sort of, I, I love my agent for doing that because I think that's the kind of thing that when an agent does something like that, it really says, so I don't know. It's just, it's it, pretty cool. It, 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 it's fucking life-changing in, in a very unique way because, yeah, no, because that could get you blackballed in a lot of ways, especially considering you're slightly unknown and you're going up with a giant inside of the video game. Oh, yeah, I was totally unknown oh, at that point. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it was definitely one of those... So basically, you're risking my entire career off of one very elegant move. Exactly. Now, I'm paying you to trust you. Well, I'm not paying you. But if you get... Well, yeah, you know the concept. I'm putting my entire future in your hands because this could either be I'm going to be able to stay in L.A., I'm going to be packing up and going back home, yeah. home to Australia. Hell yeah, and becoming a clock. It's like, I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> and, and, and it's and and beautiful. And, and Yeah, yeah. Talk about a Hail Mary. Talk about a Hail Mary at that, that point. Yeah. Point. It, it, it's crazy because ironically enough, it's pretty much what you're doing with me right about now. Oh. oh so it's just like the way that you could pay it forward. Because I'm about as unknown as you are. I haven't paid you a damn cent. I haven't done any any of those things. Uh, and yet you're taking a shot. Yeah. Uh, 
Man, and and it's and it's kind of crazy when the world answers that door. It, it's definitely a unique thing because people don't always goodness and humanity, as we can clearly see, aren't a common thing. It's definitely something <laughs> we're working on. Yeah, it's definitely something we gotta work on. Yeah, on. Um. So, after you got the wall for vanille, um, so what? So what? How how did your life change post then? How was? What happened next? I would love to continue in the story. Um. Well, I mean, getting started recording, it because the game obviously had didn't come out for. We finished recording. I think it was like October or November, two thousand and eight. And it didn't come out till 2009. So there was like a, a large gap and a long time where really none of us really knew what was ahead. Um, obviously, I think the biggest, like, because we were recording every week at least once. Um, and just doing the job in itself was just so fun and so special and so enjoyable that that was enough at the time just getting to be part of the project and be part of this thing that felt really honestly very rewarding and very just fulfilling in the experience. But I think the one time when I really got my head around like, holy cow, I think this is going to be something big was um, one of the, there was a guy called Peter who was a producer. Like, I think he was, a producer from Square Enix or like something high up there where he came from Japan to spend time with us and record with us. So he was in town for probably a couple of months around that time. And he and I were sitting in the green room, just hanging out in one of the breaks at one point. And he took his phone and he like sort of put it across and he goes, check this out. And you know how people, when they're being a bit ridiculous, can put like people on billboards or they'll take someone's photo and there's, I guess there must be some app or something where you can make mm -hmm. billboards or t-shirts and things like that. I haven't really got into it, yep. but Makes sense. yeah, okay. so he, he passed it over and it was my character, lightning was vanille, lightning and snow on these huge billboards and I, and I looked at it and I went, Oh my God, that'd be so cool. Right. And he goes, no, 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 that's real. And I went, what do you mean? It's real. And he goes, that's downtown right now. I was like downtown, like downtown LA. He goes, yeah, yeah. It's just on like this crossroad. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> that's, and what's even more like, you not that you want to benefit from this situation, but Michael Jackson passed away um, around about that time. And mm -hmm. we had the memorial service, obviously, held at the Staples Center, which is downtown, and mm -hmm. it was across the road from that billboard. So every time they cut to the exterior, you know, when they do with TV shows, when they cut to the exterior, mm -hmm. opening, yeah. Yeah, 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 there yeah. was my billboard. Like, there was Vanille. <laughs> And I was like, oh, this, I never thought I would be like, check me out on Michael Jackson's funeral. But 
that happened. So kind of morbid, but I understand. Yeah, right. It didn't feel quite right to be celebrating it at all, but at the same time, it was kind of fun. So that I would say was the most sort of seeing that was the most interesting of the experiences around that. But then when the, the like when the game came out, I mean, I think that that was a mixture. I got to be honest because although lots of people were very happy and very excited and enjoying it, so many people didn't like Vanille, um, especially those that only played like in the first 24 hours because she's meant to be this character that is, you know, fake and overly peppy and overly happy on purpose. Um, And so people said some really, really genuinely horrible things. Um, Things that you can't even explain away and be like, oh, well, they're just, you know, getting passionate. You're just like, no, you should never tell someone to die in a fire. Like, that's not And it's not nice to say you've ruined my life because of you. My life is over. Like, that... And especially as your first experience of doing something like this, it just didn't feel good. Um, and especially because I'm not going to get in there and defend myself and be like, well, if you just keep playing, you know, you'll understand. What's the point? Yeah. Maybe they'll understand. Maybe, right? Obviously, obviously, if we're looking at the 10-year anniversary and people are still saying this shit. Yeah. Maybe they'll understand. Maybe they won't. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... So that was, it was a mixed bag, Josh. I'm not going to be honest. When it first came out, it of course was very exciting and very fun, but it also hurt. Which, as I just brought up the 10, 10 year anniversary or 11 year technically, uh, actually, no, it was 2010, December 2009. So, December of 2010 coming out. So, 10 years, give or take. Um, has the reception changed on your end i know the fan end but i'm also looking about when people talk to you when people see you at conventions and stuff yeah so truly there's not much conventioning anymore and obviously of course not this year um but i haven't really been to a convention as vanille like Mm -hmm. as the voice of vanille i still go to them a lot for different things but uh-huh. I haven't been there. When people find out that I'm Vanille from Final Fantasy, most of the time they think it's funny and fun. And, you know, they're not... I think the people that are actively can't stand her um, are not going to these conventions. They're not... I don't know. I, I feel sorry for those people and don't know what kind of people they really are and the experience they're having of life. And I think it's a pretty bad one sadly for them. So the fact that they need to say all that stuff sort of indicates where they're at with their life. So the people that I meet are usually very nice and very positive and very excited, just especially when I do the little sounds, if nothing else, yeah. just doing like, ah, ah, just gets them all. They're just like, that's hysterical. And, and that's all it needs to be, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, people are pretty good about it now. I would, I really wouldn't say anyone's too bad. 
which is good. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad that that happens on your end. And, and, and even now I've also seen from the fan side, the fact that they have kind of shifted from hating just on specific characters to just actually taking out the grievances on the game itself. Yeah, which is nice. Shows a form of growth. growth. Okay, yes, you can not like the game. But nobody deserves that threat. Which is funny that we're still reiterating this 10 years later. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was just reading an article. Why are people giving the developers of a video game death threats? Because they decided to delay it so that it's not buggy and a mess. Which then you would get angry about if it's a buggy mess. Yeah. People make no damn sense to me. No, they don't. <laughs> people, people are putting a lot of their, like, I guess, how do we say this? They're putting a lot of their sense of self and purpose and everything into, into something that it doesn't belong there. Like... You should not be taking this so personally, dear friends. But they do. So. Yeah. I, I, the, 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 the sense of identity or identifying with something really just shows that we've failed at teaching how to be oneself. Yes. And identifying with what you own own personality is yeah a video game character tv show movie or even a person doesn't make you 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 but that's the Which, that's the issue with yeah. attachment theory is that people can attach themselves to something like it's you know i won't even talk to somebody who doesn't believe that you know isn't a dodger fan or isn't a you know, any of those, insert the blanks yeah. here, right? You know, Republican, Democrat, yeah. this, that, or the other. Yes, we can, impl- yeah, insert all, all, all sorts of blanks. So it's just, yes, it's a very bizarre thing. But it, it, you know. it's, the sta- it's the state that we find ourselves in. The more parenting has become YouTube and Facebook, the more you can start to see this as a as a constant. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, our parents would take us out and and and, and take us to the park and play with us and and do these things. Yeah. Now it's here's an iPad. Go and entertain yourself for twelve hours. Oh my goodness! Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you get children. In my case, whether or not you're an adult or not, sending death threats to a person you've never met. Over a video game character. So there's a lot more things to be worried about in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, but you, you have a levity to it that some people don't, so. I had to learn that levity because I played doctor for all of my friends and family members that were going through the mm. exact problems we're talking about. Yeah. That's where a lot of my uh, struggles mentally have come from. It's, it's, it's a form of compassion fatigue. Yeah. Fatigue. So it's, yeah. And I bet you in money you've definitely noticed that because you don't just do it for the people in your community. You've flown around the world and did it. Yeah. So it's definitely, definitely real. Oh, yeah. Which is why I take these types of moments and I, and I, and I 
try and mentally and physically um, do what I can. It, it, because you don't get these moments too often, and it definitely does matter, and it definitely does mean something. So before I continue, at the end of this sentence, I'd, still, I'd like to reiterate, thank you. You. Um, you are welcome. So now we move on to uh, when the game launched and, and the subsequent fallout. Uh, what were you doing? Where were you? Where, where were you? Uh, got any got any stories about the game launch, or was it just an average Tuesday for you? you. Um, that's a good question. I think it was. Well, hang on. No, it was more than that. So um, it was actually um, my birthday. No, it actually so launches on your the, birthday. The day after. So my birthday okay. is March eighth. <laughs> So that was a pretty bizarre, hilarious situation, actually, um, that I just never, obviously, when I remember when I saw March 9th, I was like, get out. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was launched on my birthday of uh, the day after. And I mean, in all in all, Josh, it was a really positive experience. So I don't want to say... Oh, I'm, I wasn't. I wasn't saying. I'm. I'm asking you these questions mainly because uh, I want to see the difference because I know what the fans think. I know the external. I don't know the internal. That's why I'm wondering why yeah. I'm trying to catch as much as the internal because the entirety, the entire point of this documentary is. Yeah, just because we may not like something does not mean that there wasn't a lot of heart, passion, and even in some cases, whisking of somebody's coil. I'm glad that didn't fail. Well, again, and that goes into producing something like this. So this is kind of my, if you know anything about American uh, history, this is kind of like my how the other half lives. No, okay, my, yeah, yeah. My, me, me trying to heal from not the fans because, yeah, I know, you don't like the game. Move on with your life. <laughs> if I don't need, I don't need that. Then there's a million videos on YouTube that tell us, how we hate the game. There's not a million videos on the internet trying to find the balance and the understanding and the love that goes into putting it together. Yeah. So well, I, I, I'm enjoying the learning about the anatomy of a failure. You're so funny. So I think for me, it was, it was all a good experience, right? In the end. Yep. Yep. Honestly, there was nothing... I didn't love the bad press, obviously, but such great people, such great, you know, such great content. And there's a lot of fans that absolutely love it. I'm so, one of them. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> how wonderful that there's actually this, you know, other side of it that, you know, just yesterday I did, I talked to a girl who is doing a thesis on Final Fantasy and she was just so, like, she was hysterical when we got on. She was so giggly and she couldn't stop laughing and, like, was so excited when we first, she's like, oh, my God, it's you. And I'm so, like, she's so into this game, like, so into this game. And it was just the cutest thing ever. So, 
I may, I may, I may sit back here and say, if you can email all, I would love to get her opinion on this. Okay. <laughs> but, well. but beside the point, point, pipe dream beside. Hey, 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 hey. But yeah, uh, I, I am definitely saying that. Yeah, we're a unique bunch, and 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 just like with any group, the vocal minority oft kills the silent majority. And it, and it does halt a lot. It definitely does halt a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I am really glad that the development, the subsequent fallout, all of that, that was a good experience because, yeah, it, it, it's something that in a lot of ways was necessary. Yeah. Also, yeah, it was definitely, definitely something that I... I'm glad I experienced when I experienced, mainly because uh, it was definitely um, it was definitely how do I put it? it? It allowed me to kind of resonate with a lot of uh, a lot more with the outside world, and then of course. Subsequently, the, the, the second half of my thesis when it comes to Final Fantasy thirteen two more than just one. And, um, is definitely a big part because trying to change something and learning how to deal with change was always my big issue. Right. Which is why I super resonated with thirteen two, who and them attempting and then subsequently failing at the at, at 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 changing the world. Oh, now I have to ask. I just recently heard an interview with you because I was going over some stuff for this uh, for this uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. You say that Vanille and you link at a specific moment. Do you mind elaborating on that? Say that again. I just the dog bark, just as you were saying. I, I noticed that. Um, you said in one of your uh, interviews when Vanille was talking to Saz when they were alone in uh, New Bodom, um, that that was literally you. Do you mind elaborating on the connection between you and Vanille in that moment? Um, I'm trying to. This is when. This is when they're together. Let's. Let me see if I can find the exact scene. YouTube is an amazing thing, and I will always praise it. Uh, final. Give me one second. Final Fantasy 14. Vanille. If I can find that video. Vanille's regret. I think this is it. I mean, I think I know the scene that you mean, but I just want to make sure before I start. Oh, uh, let's see if, uh, let's see if screen shell walks. Shell screen. Uh.
screen share walking or do you want or do no it's you... perfect i can see okay cool Oh yeah, yeah, I know the one. Um, this is it's what I thought it was. Um, we don't you can yeah. turn it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean what it was was I went for so many years. Oh my gosh, you have so many tabs open, you're worse than me. That. <laughs> Okay, now I, thought I, know. I was back. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now I thought, look, now I know I have a problem. When complete and utter strangers are talking about my tab hornets, I now know I have a problem. You are a tab hoarder. That's <laughs> I am. Thing. Thanks, th thanks, thanks, Georgia. <laughs> oh, look, I'm, I'm very bad, but I'm I not know you. I, I, look, I know, I know. I have a problem. I'll go and seek help. Oh, go to Tabs Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, you need to go to Tabs Anonymous. Um, anyway, um, this scene, for me, when I say it was me, is that I spent so many years carrying a fear about being found out about all the different things about my life, about the abuse that had gone on when I was a little girl. I was carrying this fear and I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to express it. And the same way that like, she's clearly, she didn't know, right? And then mm. this gets told to her and brought to her attention in front of the person who she is technically responsible for ruining his life. And she can't hide from this in this moment. And it is this sense of what do you want? Like, I, I don't just... I, I don't want this. I don't want to fix, you know, I don't want to, I want to fix it. I want to make it better. There's nothing I can do. So just like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not somebody who has suicide ideations, thank goodness. So I, it wasn't for me ever a, like, take me, you know, shoot me um, thing where I would be like, well, it's better not to live because I'm grateful that I don't have the predisposition for suicide ideations, but I definitely would go into some real self-loathing. I have an incredibly strong um, negative voice pattern in my head when I let it. When I let that voice win over, it's a bitch. Ooh. And it's that same sort of like negative, negative, negative anger at myself, the same way that in that moment, Vanille finally sees what it is that she's been running away from. And she's faced literally with that pain and that not like her pain, obviously she's in pain, but the person in front of her is the person she did that pain, created that pain for. So I think I, when I say that that was literally me, obviously not literally, figuratively me, um, that I just found out about the abuse from my past in 2008. So I was coming to terms with it. Damn, like, that was close. Yeah, right? <laughs> So coming to terms with who am I as this new person that realizes that I have this horrible thing done to me and I, cre I from that, had a life created for myself of disease, 
like as in dis-ease, um, mm-hmm. the true meaning of the word, um, and mental ill health and sadness and running from myself and I didn't understand why and faking happiness and all of a sudden it has come crashing down and now I have to rebuild in the best way, the same way that Vanille rebuilt and became who she is today. Mm. Um, but I had to go on that process. So I'm now very much on that process of having rebuilt and very proud of who I am and owning the pain and the, the sadness and the horrible things from the past and putting them all together into the person that is happy one day, sad the next, you know, today's a bad day. Yesterday was a great day. So that's human, but it's taken many years. And this scene to me is that first moment. And I remember that. I remember that first day for me, it was a horrible day. It was a confused, messy, messy, messy day. And I I was walking, I went on a walk and I couldn't stop crying. I just, and this is a girl who'd never cried. Like I'd never, just like Vanille, everything was happy. Everything was sunshine and rainbows. And I just couldn't hold in the tears because it was like years and years and years of tears that had been waiting to come out. 21 years of tears. Uh, And they all came out in one day pretty much. But um, so that's why that scene for me was extremely, um, extremely personal. You know what's crazy? Is that ultimately when I started this, and actually you still have technically inside the email chain, my original thoughts on how this documentary was going to go. I, at every turn, am so fucking glad God said, nope, nope. You have no idea how this is going to go. You have no idea how much you're going to go through this experience. You have no idea. Because it's, 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 it's such a unique thing. To, yeah. hear the sen- to hear the sentence, you are not alone, is one thing. To experience with someone the sentence, you are not alone, is another. Because ironically enough, I picked up that game two years later. And that was one of the false scenes that really struck home. Mm. I didn't know why. But it was like, I, I've always had a sense of understanding the passion somebody puts behind something just by hearing it through the voice. Yeah. Or just by hearing the situation through the voice. I, I totally understood because it, I may not have understood the game perfectly the first time, but it made a lot more sense as why there's something pulling me to replay it and go back through it and talk to people about it. Yeah. It's because of that exact reason. There was something here that I felt nobody caught. And of course, when people are passionate and they're putting their mindset, as we just talked about, into a video game and not into the other person, yeah, I can understand why the first few months were hell for you. You are already going through shit. And then you hear stuff like, oh, yeah, my, my manager risked my entire career and his entire career to be precise because he, is, he isn't doing his job um, on getting me this role. 
And then when I read through this wall and I read this skeleton, I understand what she's going through because it's going through to me, because it's happening to me. Yeah. And then I turn on the TV, turn on the internet, and then there's a whole bunch of fuckwads talking a whole bunch of shit, not understanding what I had to go through to bring you guys something for you to shit on. Yeah. I'm not saying that critics aren't necessary, but in that moment, I wish that they would have just a tad bit of understanding that there's a human on the other side of your walls, that there's yeah. something real here because you can't get, and we all have seen it. If you turn on any low-budget B-list film, we've seen what no acting actually gets to you or when people don't care about their jobs. Yeah. You don't get a powerful performance. And well, you cannot... You, yeah. I mean, it, it's harder to... I'm not saying you can't. I'm not saying you can't. No, it's, it's pretty tough. It's pretty hard. It's, it, <laughs> it's really hard to resonate with somebody when you have nothing to resonate with. It's yeah. extremely easy to resonate with somebody when it's all on the table. And hearing the sentence that you put everything out there, you... After reading the wall and seeing exactly what's going to happen and, and knowing the beginning and the end, you chose to continue. Because you also could have just said, I can't. You, you yeah. literally could have said, I can't. And, and so there's something here and that, that nugget, I think, is now the, the, is, uh, has literally just become an anchor for this entire project. Mainly oh, because... That nugget is what I was trying to, 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 to reiterate. People yeah. exist. It's not just about you. And I understand you don't like the game. But you also have to understand that there is a person behind the keyboard. It is not just a robot. Right. Well, I think Josh, and I know I'll have to go in a second. But, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I think that is something that we can extend, you know, your film is going to be so wonderful, but you can extend that to all things in life. I know you can. Behind every action, behind every look, behind every choice that someone makes, behind every system, when we look at what's going on in the world right now, and there are so many systems that are thankfully finally being questioned. But behind every single one of these things, it can be behind a photograph, but there is a human being. And that human being breathes and dreams and has pain and has hurt and has gone through things that you will never know. And for you to decide that it's okay for you to do, to say something about them with not even knowing whether they have a brother or sister, whether they have, you know, like, you know nothing more than the thing that you've seen of them for 10 seconds. Or maybe you played the game for 60 hours and that's your experience of them. But what is 60 hours in a lifetime of who that person is? And so many people, and I understand why people are doing this. So this is important to share as well, I think, if you're going to do this. It is so hard for the individual to look at another human being as a human, as flawed and as traumatized as someone with pain, because that means they have to admit that they have those things. 
And for so many people, it is so hard to admit that I've had trauma or that I'm in pain or that I'm sad or I'm unhappy or I make mistakes. And if they were to really look at that person for those elements as a human being, they would have to give themselves the same compassion and that is too confronting and it's too hard. So it's so much easier to turn away from their true self and treat people as one-sided, this is all you are and I hate that about you. When really what they're saying is, I don't like myself. Because if I really liked myself or I really loved myself, I wouldn't waste my time on making a comment about one snippet of your day because I understand that you're a full, incredible human being that maybe does a whole lot of things that I would love, but I'm too busy over here loving my life and focusing on making myself the best person I can be to even worry about you. And so when I look at my life today and if I see Final Fantasy things or anything, I'm not worried about what people want to say because the words that they write down or the things that they do or if someone does anything to me in the grocery store, if they're projecting something and I don't know that person, I've never had, that's got nothing to do with me. And that's their story. And I feel sorry for them that they're carrying that pain, but it's not my job to take it on because I've got my own pain and my own trauma to work through that will enable me to be the best version of myself and be loving and compassionate to others. So when you make a movie about the people behind the screen, I think it's important as well to see that that in itself is the action of flawed people who are so terrified of themselves. The same way that the people that are being injured by the mean things are also terrified of things. So anyway, that was a bit of a... um, Uh, 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 This is my final sentence because I'm glad you said it. I'm glad I have that on the record because it's definitely the aspect of I know this. For me, I but uh, I also look at this because I became the person that I hated inside of doing that. Because if you're inundated and that's what you're around, your compassion fatigue, what you call all of those things do kick in. And and if and if everybody's questioning everything that you're doing. Ing, it's hard for people like me to just say, fine, if this is what you think I am, then I am. But that's not what you need. Sometimes you need, just like at, just like Vanille was at the end of Final Fantasy thirteen and the end of the trilogy, sometimes you do need that moment of lightning saying, well, what about me? So now that I've done all of this, now that I've, given up everything for you guys, I'm still a flawed human being just as much as you are. And, and the, the, the whole point of this was more people need to understand that just because you're flawed does not mean that nobody else is. And I think that's the biggest problem right now. We are in a society of... I am only going to think about me when it makes no damn sense because you're you're thinking about yourself identifying your flaws, but then you're blinded to the same exact like clockwork flaws in the person you're you're, you're causing out. Yeah, well, that's what I heard and what you said when you said, if that's what you think I am, then that's what I am. But I would disagree. If that's what you think I am, then that's probably what you are. 
Exactly. And, and, it's actually and that's, the right statement. And and it's the statement that I had to learn and I had to grow with. And it's definitely something I'm kind of glad that I took the initiative to just reach out and try. Because guess what? Yeah. By reaching out and trying, I can also show myself that I am more than just what the world wants me to be. The yeah. world is a cesspool of anger, hatred, disregard for human life. It's, 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 I don't want to bring up politics, but it's literally on our TVs every day. Hey, yeah. because we have an election in, t- in, a, in a week. So, less than that, yeah. Yeah, yep, less than that. You're right. The world, Josh, the world wants you to be what you want to be. The world doesn't actually spend its day thinking about you because it's all being a world. It is. So the best thing you can do is be what you want to be because that's what the world wants because it's too busy to take care of you. (laughs) It is too busy. It's funny that we all sort of decide that everybody else is busy thinking about us all day. No, I'm I'm literally saying, I'm I'm literally agreeing with that. I am 100% in agreement because if, 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 if people are thinking about other people for even an iota of a second, half these problems would disappear. In an, yeah. in an instant. In. Oh, exactly. you exist? Yes, I exist. So sending me a death threat because you didn't actually watch and play the video game longer than 25 minutes it's, or in, put any thought behind it makes no damn sense, does yeah. it? No, it, it doesn't. It, but on that note, love, I really yes, better go. I do. I, I definitely, I definitely... Am agreeing with you. I was about to. I was actually about to call this call this meeting pretty much adjourned, but okay. yeah, I'm I'm one thousand percent. I think you gave me the tagline. You gave me the lead. You you just gave well, me the lead inside of that sentence because it's definitely something that is different than what I've consistently heard. Okay, is the gameplay bad? Cool. Is the watching all bad? No. Yes, but the story behind it goes into the story that's in it. And that's the thing that I really wanted to talk, talk about. Oh, because it's the most important thing. It is. Uh, story ca- story yeah. wins always. Story, story wins all the time. I mean, because it's a, it, it, it's a more relatable story, which is why I shifted and said, oh, the only people who will ever understand this game are people who have gone through super flaws. I have never heard of a bad review from somebody who has life has thrown their shit off at. Yeah. surprising surprising they went and tried something different yeah and, and those are my favorite kind of people yeah. so those are the ones yeah. i care about when it comes to reviews same hill same hill same hill all right then georgia okay, this man. was this was definitely fun um Good. i have one small question yeah uh after all this is said and done can I ask you for a tweet, a small bit of advertisement? Of course. You tell me when it's done and when it's ready, and of course. All right, then. Awesome. I will definitely keep in contact with you. I think Perfect. this may be a beautiful start of a nice business relationship. <laughs> I like it. I'm excited to watch the journey for you. It's going to be a great one. Thank you. Thank you for having the confidence and, and taking the time. I'm out to show that. People, there are people out there that, that, that do kill. They, there really are. Sometimes you just have to show them how. <laughs> or sometimes you just have to be brave enough to send out an email. That's true. Good on you for doing that, Josh. Thank you, Georgia.
Okay, we'll talk another time. Yes, we will. Bye, love. Bye.